respectfully, no. no. I'm super stoked. How have you been before we get started? Like, how how has your week been? I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm right there with you. And like, I showed up today. So, you know, (laughs) that's what we can ask for. It's fine. I feel like, um, so like I have this relatively new position at my job. Yeah. And it is not one that I will complain about. Like, I just feel okay. so very grateful for this job. I mm. feel like, I feel like when people say they manifested something, it sounds like you did nothing to get it. When I tell no, you. No, there's like, you need to like, you need to take, like, like the thought process, the thought part of manifestation is only half of how you manifest. Like the other part is yes. taking aligned action, which is what you when did. When I tell you, I have never done more work on myself to get something that I wanted in my life. Oof. Like I I was pouring into myself in a way that the universe said, "Here's your reward." Mm. You know? Like Miranda, I cannot I cannot tell you how much I needed to hear you say that today cuz I was literally on the way home from work today yep. crying in my car. Yep because I'm so miserable at this job and I have been and what what was making me so upset is how complacent I've become it specifically in terms of work and it was like this sledgehammer of okay we're here and this really sucks. And like, yeah. this is what complacency gets you. So like right. hearing you say that, it's so wild that you're saying that to me right now. So please, I want you to continue. Keep telling me yes, everything. I just, I have, I think a total of one, two, three, three, three times in my life, totally reset myself by quitting my job. Like mm. with no plan. Yeah. It is something I'm not, like, recommending that for anybody. (laughs) It's not necessarily uh, a logical decision. But, like, I did it at the hotel where I quit because I knew this wasn't for me. And then I ended up becoming a teacher. And that was, like, my trajectory. Um, Yeah. And it it worked out for me. Um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then I did it in California when I had like worked my way up to becoming a principal and it was not anything I wanted to be and so I quit and I became a dog walker um yeah and that was like a lovely reset of my life and I would absolutely be a dog walker again being a dog walker in California is like the best gig I wasn't working 40 hours a week so I like you know that was my my other reset and then my my final reset was when I moved out here I decided to take a step back from administration, became a teacher again, and like almost immediately yeah. knew I, I I can't not it I can't I can't yeah. um, and so I decided to just reset myself um, mm. and I've been like habit tracking and I am a severely uh. ADHD person and I was never diagnosed as a child Yeah, and I didn't know and so I thought the reason that I couldn't complete things was because 
I wasn't good enough at them. Mm, yeah. And fuck. I just didn't understand how my brain worked. And so I was like, oh, like, I just can't stick with things because, like, I'm just a bad person. <laughs> I just Oof, yeah. am not good at them. And so I just will never stick with something. Like, I'm never going to be a gym girl or yeah. whatever. This is like, I'll probably talk about this in our actual episode, but um, <laughs> I just realized I didn't have the tools. Um, yes. And there's lots of things that are learned skills for some people that come naturally to other people. Um, like for me, teaching is a, is a natural thing. It wasn't a learned yeah. skill. Um, and f- for some people, like drinking water and like being healthy every day is natural. Uh, that is not yeah, for me. Yeah. And so when I decided uh, to like, I don't know. Have you heard of like the the seventy five hard, like where people? It's like no. a, I don't know. I no one come for me. I don't know what it is. All I know, <laughs> I think it's like seventy five <laughs> days where like you do okay. like really hard things for seventy five days. I don't know if that's right. Okay, like the same thing it's or like seventy five different and, hard and things. Pre, you take pre workout and you drink a. Three gallons of water. Like, I don't know. That's not me. (laughs) What is helpful to me is, like, I have my bullet journal, and I Mm. non-judgmentally write down what I have accomplished. (laughs) Mm, I love... No, and because, like, that's the thing. I feel like when there's... For me, and it sounds like for you, if there's some kind of thing where you're supposed to do X thing every single day, the minute I mess up, I the immediate thought is I am a shit person yep. and I can't do anything yep. right and why did I even try to start this and it's so detrimental to my mental health yes 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 and so that kind of you know hey here's some great things I did today yes I feel like that is such a healthier way to approach than like you did some good things but like psh, doesn't matter because you fucked up yes and you didn't do this yes. thing so, so that is what I will healthier. say is I picked one thing to focus on, um, like for a habit, like I'm tracking lots okay. of habits. Um, okay. But I picked taking cold showers every morning as my one thing yes. that I won't quit. Like, Ooh, I'm not going to quit. And it. that's a hard, hard thing. Yeah. I'm like, I, that's the one thing, even if I just get in for a minute and get out, like, yeah. That's yeah. the one thing that I'm not going to quit at because I also start too okay. many things at once. <laughs> and then I can't do them all. Same. Um, anyway, I poured into myself enough that I feel like the universe was like, I'm so proud of you. I, oh. That's how I feel right now. And so my job was like a little yeah. tricky this week, um, but I'm not complaining about it because this job yeah. is something that I feel like my soul earned and I don't mm. want to speak badly about it. Yes. Yes. Oh, Miranda, I, that you just gave me something that like I genuinely, genuinely needed to hear today because the past few days I've so recognized and I've had this conversation just two days ago and I had it again with myself in the car today about I was doing that for myself for a while. Mm -hmm. I was really, really focusing on 
eating healthier and drinking water and going to the gym and not for not to like because I wanted to accomplish anything it was because those things made me feel good and they brought me joy and they they were worth taking the time out to do for myself and I am just with the job that I currently have I'm feeling so low I'm feeling so underutilized there I'm feeling like I'm not actually doing anything and I'm letting that pour into Mm. my life outside of the job. So whereas before I felt like a big bright sun, then the Mm. job came along and it was like a little cloud. And instead of just being like, oh, this is just a cloudy part of my day, I allowed it to become a rainstorm, if that like metaphor or analogy or whatever makes any sense. Like, it's just like, all right, well, there's this cloud in the sky. Well, fuck it. It's raining now. Like, instead of, oh, it's just Mm. a little cloud. Um, And so I've just, I'm noticing, I am just like getting to go food and I am like microwave stuff and I'm not going to the gym because, well, I just don't feel like it today because I'm sad and tired and I want to go home. And there is part of that that is self-care and you have to listen to your body in your mindset but there's another part of it where it's just like I'm just so depleted that I feel like the rest of my day should be depleted and then it's just this ongoing cycle of well what's the point what's the point so I'm definitely in that um I'm in that place right now and but I'm in the place of recognition where okay I see it's happening so yeah let's let's try to in this bus around <laughs> what normally helps you when you're recognizing it like if it's not already in a full-blown depressive episode what normally helps you mm, like get out of it yeah uh, honestly for me it's taking baby steps okay so like what like after we're done recording tonight I'm going to go pick up my room and change my sheets because my dirty clothes everywhere in my room. I have like a little tray on my bed that's just supposed to have like the book I'm reading and my notebook and my vape pen and like that's it. But right now it has 20 books on it and three decks of tarot cards and all these random pieces of paper (laughs) of things I've been doodling on or writing about. Um, My sheets, I don't think I've changed them in like three weeks. So like... Sorry, everyone, if this is being, if this is the part that we're releasing, that's gross. Please. But, like, my sheets haven't been changed. I need to... Same. <laughs> need to vacuum my... <laughs> need to vacuum the floor. Yeah, like, yeah. the, like, I can pick up my room tonight. Like, that's a thing that I can do. And then tomorrow when I wake up, my room will feel better. And yeah. that will make me feel a little better. And then there's once... once It's, a, it's like a snowball effect. Like, I see one thing. Right. It's like, okay, well, I did that. I can... I can make sure I, you know, make another trip to the kitchen to fill up my water cup today. Um, Mm. Hey, like maybe I'll cook dinner tonight. Like it's, it has to be like little incremental things for me. So we're going to start tonight and just, yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's where I am right now. So I I appreciate you you sharing that because. Oh, oh, I do. Fuck. Yeah. I need to appreciate where I am right now. I love where you are right now because I feel like something that I learned, this is, I guess, maybe connected to, like, my specific, like, bipolar diagnosis or whatever, when my therapist would talk to me about cycles and, like, how I could expect things to work in cycles. Um, Yeah. But I just feel like 
you're living a cycle that I will live at some time or have lived or will live again or whatever. Yeah. And so, like, whatever yeah. you have to say to me right now about what would help you will help me at another point in my time. You know? Mm. Like, I will feel yeah. what you're feeling, maybe for a different reason, yeah. at another time. Yeah. And so, like, I don't know. I hope that when I'm at that point, I can remember, like, this version of Ashley and be like, look at her and what she did with that time and space, yeah. and I'll do that now and see if mm. that helps me, too, you know? Yeah, well, I thank you. I really appreciate you saying that. And kind of on the flip side, uh, I typically, when I'm in these cycles, I don't recognize the importance of them yeah. until I'm out of them. Yes. And so right now, being in it and you saying that, I can sit with myself and the, the my crying in traffic car conversation to myself was <laughs> what is important to me mm. and this moment right now is putting into perspective what is important to me mm. and it is important to me to uh put myself first and to care mm. for myself and to no matter what's going on around to be to take care of Ashley yes. which is the antithesis of what I've been doing. And so I, I love that you said that because this is probably one of the first times ever I've been in one of those down cycles where now I'm actually sitting in it in appreciation of it or I, you know, yeah. as of right the second, like <laughs> live on or air. Or even just the recognition <laughs> of it, like that while mm -hmm. you're in it, you're noticing it, which is yes. different than on the back end of it being like, oh, that was shitty. <laughs> like... Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, oh, okay, now in retrospect, I understood why I went through that, but now being actively in it, all right, well, this is a lesson, and I got yeah. here for a specific reason. Why did I get here? I got here because I didn't think I was worthy to take care of myself, and all right, well, let's, how do we flip the script on that? How do we avoid doing this in the future? Yep. Um, so, yeah, thank you for saying that. That actually, like, gave me something to reflect on. No, thank you, know, you for sharing. I feel well. like we were the goal here is to be vulnerable <laughs> and that's what we're doing yeah, right this is i feel yes, like people don't are. believe us these are our conversations on the regular like <laughs> we don't no, like, this is like a general conversation i forgot we were recording this for a podcast and i'm crying in the car yeah, and but i've changed my like, seats we, in four years we also don't do like small talk it's not like oh like what was the weather like today it's like how's yeah. your soul can you tell me <laughs> Can you please show me your deepest insides? Thank you so much. Oh my gosh. Welcome to Respectfully Now. No, seriously. I feel like it's a perfect segue though because we're talking about taking care of ourselves and our episode today is about our bodies. Yes. Yes, it and is. And so it's like... Yes, it is. Um, I am really excited. A little... I don't know if I'm nervous to talk about bodies. I don't know if that's the word. Um, it's a complicated relationship. <laughs> I was getting prepared for our episode because obviously we had our topic. We had like Miranda created this really like, you know, just a rough outline for us to yeah. kind of follow. And I just, I started like, I wanted to jot some notes down to, you know, just be prepared. And I felt myself like almost writing a script 
because I'm yes. like, there's so much information yeah. and I want to make sure that I get everything. And then it was like a self-exploration journey. And I was like, this is too much, Ashley. Like, we do not need to write a script for this. Like mm. we are, <laughs> we are just chatting. Like you did, like, this is like, stop. We do not need to write a script. So I absolutely completely agree. It's like overwhelming because yep. it's such a vulnerable topic to like talking. Yep. I mean, all the topics that we're going to talk about are vulnerable, but talking about something like your body, it's already, there's this, cl- at least for me, there's this cloak of shame. And mm. so if I'm going to talk about something shameful, it's like, well, I want it presented in the best light. Right. And I had to, I had to like literally stop myself last night. Like, all right, we're not doing this. We're not like writing this out. Like, This is not, this is not the point of what we're doing. What we're here to do is have these conversations and just talk it out. I have to force myself to not prepare because Mm. if I prepare, I'm never going to say something that makes me uncomfortable. Yes. I'm just going, it's exactly what you said. I'm just going to have a script in my head. Of like, oh, yeah. I needed, I may need to make sure I touch on this point and say this thing, and like make sure yeah. you don't mention that because if you say that, then you have to talk about this. It's just, and so I was Ooh. like, nope, never yeah. mind. I'm not. I truly, I made the outline, and then I said, I'm not writing anything else down. And whatever Ashley mm. says to me, like if she asks me a question or if she says something that that stirs something up in me, then I'll say it then. But other than that, yeah. I'm not writing it down because. If I'm writing it down and it's too vulnerable, I'm not going to write it down because then it's real and then I'll mm-hmm. never say it. So, yes, I yeah. didn't write it down. I wrote the outline and then I left it at that. So we're going to see where that goes. <laughs> <laughs> but I yes. think it's good. Um, I would love to know, like, where this is. I want to start, like, very generally. Like, why... Okay. Did you, because we both like kind of came to an agreement that this is what we wanted to talk about. Why did you want to talk about bodies? Like, why was Mm. this an important topic to you specifically? Yeah. So for me, my body has been such a trigger, um, such a point of emotional pain, such Mm. a block in almost every aspect of my life consciously and subconsciously for as long as I can remember. Um, and I am by no means in a place where I think I'm a hundred percent healed and I feel great. Yep. I'm very much in the thick of still working through it, but in in that place also recognizing kind of like what you what we were just talking about with our scripting like there are still parts of me that are like well these parts are still a little too hard so I don't want to talk about those yeah. and in order to work through it I need to work through it yep um and so for me I want to recognize like this is just another step of hey you've been doing this work a lot on your own and it's okay to do this work with someone that you trust and to like bring that to the forefront and like have it an actual conversation rather than something you're journaling about or something you're doing meditation on. Um, so that's why it was important for me to bring up, you know, bodies on our, with, on our chats. Yeah. I think, thank you for saying that because I feel like there are so many people that have a tumultuous relationship with their body. Um, yeah. 
and I saw, I don't know, you're not on TikTok, right? You're not on TikTok? I am not. Yep. So My roommate just... will send me funny TikToks. Yep. Every for you to just watch. Other than yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny because um, I knew that this was our topic for this week. And um, I just happened to be scrolling TikTok the other day. And there's a famous TikTok creator, Anna, that everyone knows. And um, she's just very, she's a positive person in general. Uh, like a very positive presence on TikTok. Um, anyway, she was like doing a like a voiceover type TikTok. She does a lot of like get ready with me okay. things and um, okay. she does a lot of like transition TikTok. She's a very sweet person. Um, but she said something. It was like a quote specifically and I saved it um, where she was talking about like your appearance and how mm -hmm. the casing that holds your good being is what she called a body. Ooh, I love that phrase. And it the like I had to pause your good being. Yeah, <laughs> I like pause it because generally, like she's very fun and upbeat, and um, she shows her like natural skin, no makeup, her hair's yeah. not done. Like she's just a very normal person. Um, yeah. and. When she said that phrase, I was like, I need to remember it <laughs> for when we yeah. record, because ultimately, the vessel that gets my soul places is just that. Like, mm. it moves me through the universe that we exist in now, like through this yes. particular plane in the way I can interact with people, and yes. I should be so proud of it. Um, and, and grateful and yes, grateful for it yes and which so is something i have never been <laughs> no serious it's funny because for me the reason i wanted to talk about it was because i was very lucky as a younger version of myself to fit into a stereotypical mold of what was pretty and then my yeah. body changed very drastically mm -hmm. and i dissociated the whole thing um Damn. i blocked it all out when people started to notice um a weight change in me or w whatever it was i was treated differently um mm -hmm. and then when i started to lose weight again i was treated differently again <laughs> um mm, yeah and so for me, it was like, I was basically in denial that I looked any different from how I looked when I was like 16. I was like, why right. don't my clothes fit? What do you mean? <laughs> um, and we can get more it's into like, dryer. All, yeah, like we can get into more of all of that. But like, I just wanted people to be able to speak on the changes that happen in their body when they're trying to heal Ooh. other parts of them that aren't their body <laughs> oof oof yes yes like my body went through it because all of my energy was going into healing like my soul and my mind yes yes and so like my my body held it my body held all of that like quite literally it held the weight 
of everything else. Oof. 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 And I was like, okay. Damn, Miranda. Like, it did what it needed to do when I needed it to do it. Like, that's it. Yeah. And, like, yeah, I looked a lot different. Um, and I'm, I'm only now realizing that that's okay. Um, and so I'm excited yeah. to talk about it because I feel like people do a lot of, like, celebrating one-way uh, change in someone's body when yes. people's bodies become smaller or blonder or whatever. <laughs> um, right, right. And I would like to have us hold space to honor change in other ways as well. So that's why I wanted to talk about bodies. Oh, well, thank you for sharing that. Yeah, I have so much to say on that too, especially about... Um, any kind of recognition that people give you about your body that <laughs> is um, honestly not in anyone's business in whatever way that your body is changing. There That's needs right. to be no input in any way. Amen. But let's just let's just get right on into it. Let's get into yes, all let's do it. of let's get into all the good stuff. Um, so I guess I'll start us off. I'll talk a little bit mm-hmm. about um, my journey. And where I am right now, yeah. oh, this is going to be, this is going to be juicy. It's going to be hard. Oh, yes. It's- I want to do like a content warning um, for people who are oh, like, please. if anyone's particularly triggered by talking about like bodies, weight gain, body dysmorphia, all of those things, um, we totally respect that. If you are uncomfortable mm-hmm. and don't want to listen, that's totally fine. Um, but we're going to dig into a lot of those things so just wanted to like give a little yeah. content warning for people who are listening in case that's something that's particularly sensitive yes thank you that is so so smart thank you for doing that miranda yeah of course um yeah so i have struggled with body dysmorphia um so basically what that is it's this it's like a medical or a mental health issue where you are extremely, extremely focused, usually on one very specific aspect Mm. of your body that may or may not be seen by other people. Um, for me, my, I had general dysmorphia where it was just my body in general, um, that I was just extremely constantly hyper. Well, I said, times where I am extremely constantly hyper focused on my body the space it takes up yep my dysmorphia did manifest physically um in that I so one of the one of the aspects of it is there's usually or there can be I don't want to say usually it's so different for every single person Mm -hmm. um but there's a lot of times someone will either pick at or get some kind of surgery for like trying to fix whatever this real or imagined issue on their body is. Okay. And so mine, mine manifested in on my stomach between it's very specific and it's very irrational, but Mm. on my stomach between where like my navel and like where my, where my belly button basically hits like the, my pelvic bones, any hair that is there, Mm -hmm. I, just started ripping at and this is since I want to say high school okay um and you know most people have fine hair on their stomach mine is a little bit coarser um 
but it became, it was this one tangible thing that I could immediately Mm. get rid of. Yep. Um, and by getting rid of it was, I have scars on my stomach now from taking tweezers and just pulling at hairs and like pulling at little hairs that Mm. I was seeing was growing. And it was just, it was this obsession. Anytime I was in the bathroom, pulling at these hairs like it was just this one basically a way that I could almost like eliminate a part of my body and Mm. also punish my body like like I got to see scars something yeah yeah it was the easiest physical way that I could uh the easiest quickest physical way that I could change something that I didn't like on my body Mm -hmm. I didn't like the hair there so I can I can at least eliminate that um I I try to think about like where did this hatred of my body come from? My my hatred of my body came it was in the form of the size of my body. Okay. Um and I, I don't think there's an answer. There's no one specific this is why yep. I've hated it. Mm-hmm. I know that obviously the media <laughs> the media We've was a huge, huge part of that. Um, just a little, some light conditioning. Um, so, I mean, we grew up when, uh, we grew up when like, what was it? Heroin chic was yes. the thing, right? It was low <laughs> rise that was, that was our denim, form. if you will. <laughs> oh, low rise denim and bra tops. And, um, yeah, yeah. And it was, you know, that was, you know, what you're seeing. That's what you're supposed to look like. Um, I definitely think there were parts of, I had my, my grandmother lived with us or we lived with my grandmother when I was growing up Mm. and she was very, very, how do you say? She was very, very old school and would always remind me, you know, how pretty my neighbor Claire is, who was obviously this really tiny, petite, little, you know, you know. Claire is so pretty. Um, there was, I can't remember, and I and I don't know if it's because I've blocked it. I don't know what yep. it is. I can't remember specific comments that she's made, but I've always known that there were comments that were made about my weight when I was growing up, when I was mm. like very, very young. And I knew it was a big source of contention, um, especially, especially for my dad, who became really protective of like when those comments were made. Mm, okay. And of course, then as a little child, you're, you, you see, all right, well now there's strife and that's caused by me. I'm, yes. I'm Your the cause of the strife. Your body specifically is the cause <laughs> of the mm-hmm. issue. Wow. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's interesting because I remember when I was really young, I was, I, I was young. I was like five, six, seven. Oh my God. I thought you were going to say 15, being, but you said five. No, I was young. And I remember like being at my family. I just remember thinking I'm the fat one. Wow. I'm like, I don't think they, I don't think my family, like, I don't think, like, I would, yes. <laughs> you yes. were so aware yes. already it's, because adults in your life had made you aware. Yeah. That's um, and It is, it is. Um, and it, it's weird because at the time it felt very normal and now looking back, I'm like, oh, you were so fucking young. Like, <sighs> where, did, and where did that come from? Um, and again, I, I don't know if it was... 
I don't know. I don't know if it was, I, I think it has to just be a amalgamation of everything, yep. you know, media, um, my own mental health issues. Yep. And, you know, again, comments that have been made, but I just feel like I just wanted to say that you're valid in feeling like little Ashley was drawing an appropriate conclusion, like, yeah, to something yeah. that someone said to you. And I actually really appreciate you saying that because I think that's something I've never really allowed myself as an adult to recognize that because whenever I do think of it, I'm like, oh, Ashley, like I, I'm so sad for younger version of Ashley. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. of course they didn't think that. Of course that wasn't what was going through anyone's head. Right. But I don't think I've ever sat with the fact of like, I also get why you thought that. Yeah. I get why you were, you know, at family gatherings thinking everyone was like, oh, there's the ugly niece or there, you know, like, like, like that was the thought process. I mean, if your grandmother said enough comments for you to remember it as a grown up, like mm -hmm. her intentions might have been pure. Yes. Well, yeah. I don't know her well enough to know that. Um, yeah. But ultimately what it was doing in five-year-old Ashley's head was to become so aware of the space that you were taking up that like maybe it was mm. too much like mm, yeah and that's your ultimate conclusion as a child just to me makes sense like mm. you had no way of reasoning around any like ulterior motives for someone to whatever, care about your health or whatever the reason was in someone's mind. Um, yeah, you couldn't have known that. Yes. Yeah. And, and it's, I find it interesting that, cause I do genuinely, genuinely believe that in her heart, those comments were to promote some kind of different, uh, behavior. So like that I would be thinner or whatever the case, like, I, I believe I believe her act, her, what she was trying to do was to like, because she wanted me to be healthier or she, you sure. know, is an older woman. So she, in her mind, it's like, you have to get married in she order was to get also married. Conditioned. Exactly. Yes. Yep. But it's interesting that like, I, I'm not sure if I know how to phrase this. I'm going to try to work it out on here that her idea of helping me is helping me in a way I didn't need help in at that time. Like, wow. You know, Wait, <laughs> say it again. Her idea of helping me was not the help I needed at that time. Wow. I needed to love myself and feel loved. Wow. Um, and she was trying to get me married or whatever the case was. <laughs> she was like but you need a man don't you <laughs> and you're like surprise i want none of these things <laughs> oh grandma if only you knew um yeah we could have avoided all of this um <laughs> i was five i was ill aware but oh my gosh. I'm so glad you're saying it because there's like two sides of the same coin to me. Because on one hand, it's resentment toward family members who make comments like this. And I know that there are so many people who have family members that have made yes. comments when they were younger. And over yes. and over and over again, you're internalizing these things. And then you're a grown up who has these internalized thoughts because people said shitty things to you. 
But I'm so glad that you are talking about working through the thoughts that essentially grandma is a grown-up version of her childhood self. Yes, yes, like yes. Little her was in her, and whatever mm-hmm. she was conditioned to believe. Because yeah. to hell with mental health for that generation. They that didn't exist. Yes, Jesus Christ. Yeah. So ultimately, you're you're giving and extending grace to a person that on the outside maybe looks like they don't deserve it. Um, yeah. And I think that that's very wise and so kind of you to be like, listen, she might have had the greatest intentions for me. And yeah, she, that's all she knew. She was doing the best she could with the information that she yeah. had at that given time. Like mm-hmm. that that was really yeah. it. And so I'm glad you're saying it because I know that there's so many people out here who maybe like hold that resentment space for. Yes. Yeah, and I can totally understand why um, yes. when you're when you're trying to heal that and that that recognition of like, goddamn, that's what you offered. Like that's what you could have mm. done. Like the, yep. of all the things you could have done, that's what you done. Um, <laughs> but it it is. I I try this in so many. I've been trying this in so many different facets of my life of just meeting people where they are. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that's something that has been really helpful because like you said there can be so much resentment but like Hmm. my resentment of whatever those comments were that stuck with stuck with my psyche all these years yep that resentment's not changing that it was said and it's not changing that I internalized it true and so like I can add to the pile and like put resentment in there as well or I can say you know what she was doing the like you said she was doing the best she could with the information she had at the time now there are certain situations obviously in which that is unacceptable i mean there's this specific situation talking about weight we can forgive that obviously yep not a blanket statement for all people and all traumas and all that yes um but um but yeah it's just like you know she what she thought she was doing what she should have done at the time um and i can acknowledge that and then let that resentment go because carrying that is not helpful for sure yeah. Mm-hmm. but yeah so so that was that was the growing up you know the the feeling these feelings of not enoughness of shame of hiding um and it really just it became so and I didn't realize how normal it was for me to feel that bad but it was just normal I remember going to kindergarten I remember going to kindergarten Mm -hmm. and comparing my body to the bodies of all the kids in my class and it and like being and that at the time was very normal for me. I felt it was normal that I felt bad about my body compared to all these other how old are you right. in fifth or kindergarten? Five. Five, six, I don't remember. Um and that was just like feeling bad about it, it was normal to me. I'm like, well, I am bigger than most of the other girls in my class and wow. um and it just And were you in an all girls school at the time? I was not, no, no. Okay. So in kinder, um, grade school from kindergarten to eighth, I was in a co-ed school. Okay. Um, and yeah, 
of course. And then, you know, seeing, you know, in kindergarten, like everyone, well, who's your boyfriend in kindergarten? Like, you know, when you have grownups yep. asking you like, who's your boyfriend? Who do you like? And like having that fear of like, well, I don't know if at the time I'm like, I don't know if any of the boys like me. Um, yeah. cause of course right. all like the quote unquote prettier girls are <laughs> like in kindergarten. Like in why kindergarten. are we saying prettier girls? Yes. <laughs> Fucking wild that wild. like adult, it's wild that adult people ask children who they're dating, by the way, like what the fuck? <laughs> the sexualizing of children because it happens literally all the time as a teacher. It's crazy. <laughs> It's so wild. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and just like, and, the, and then, I mean, just that just went on, right? It just followed my, until adulthood, because it was just the conditioning. It was just what yeah. was yep. normal for me. It was just what was in my subconscious and then leaking into the conscious. Um, mm. To the point where it has just, in ways, has been... I want to say debilitating. I I don't know if that's the correct phrase, but it has just been the thought of my body is constant. I mm. up until recently and recently, I mean, and it still happens from time to time walking into a room in my immediate I'm immediate comparison mode. Yeah. Immediate like well, what are people thinking about me? Immediate. Hmm. Um and I've, I'm coming, I'm getting to a place where I'm starting to recognize that this is all conditioning. This is hmm. all very, very, very mental. It's all uh, what I've accepted into my reality. It's all what I've allowed into my reality. And that I love your, wait, what was your phrase that that woman said that your body oh, is just um, a... Your, your casing that that holds your good being. Yes. Yes. That my body is just a casing. And I, I, I did start moving towards that. I didn't have that beautiful phrase. Of course I had the phrase, <laughs> I just used the phrase, like my body is my vessel. Like it is genuinely yep. it is mm -hmm. just the shell that is bringing me around this universe. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, there were, I remember I would avoid going to the gym and I couldn't, I would get really, mm -hmm. I would get frustrated with myself because I'm like, Ashley, you hate your body. You feel so bad about your body all the time. Why don't you just go to the gym? That's how you would lose weight. And, and now I'm recognizing I hated going to the gym because I hated thinking about my body. I just yes. did. I just wanted a break. I wanted a break from thinking about it. Wow. And the gym is it's like the <laughs> ultimate place to go think about your body. Exactly. And it, you know, so you go to the gym and you're thinking about your body the entire time you're there. Yep. And it's a punishment at that point. You're, you're yep. going to the gym because you're bad and you need to look different. Right. And the gym isn't immediate, you know? And so yep. it's not like I could go to the gym and be like, all right, every, I, I feel better now. I look better. I'm happier with myself. Yeah. It's a long process. It could take months, years for your body to change. Right. And the thought of like having to keep going to the gym and go to this one place where I'm very, very, very consistently tearing my body apart because it's just like yep. this physical and emotional act of contrition for my body and wow. I couldn't it just it I couldn't go um it just felt it felt futile it felt painful it felt yep. it's just 
what it was, what was the point? point? Exactly. And then, you know, compound it with that again in the, in the journey of the, what's the point, because I'm feeling so bad about my body. It's like, well, I don't care what I put in my body. Like I'm whatever it is, what Mm -hmm. it is. I'm going to eat what makes me feel good. Um, and I just like, there's points where I'm eating foods that are making my body not like, you know, I'm getting sick because like I am recognizing I'm like pretty dairy intolerant, but like, like, oh, well, yeah, sometimes you eat food and you just, (laughs) yeah, I have to go to the bathroom a lot. And like, that's what happens. And now I'm like, oh my God, no, that's not just what happens. Like you can find foods that actually make your body feel good and that's okay. Right. Right. Um, yeah, but these long, this, this period of just, just hating my body so much that it was like, "Mm, whatever. Yep. It gets whatever kind of food it, it's cool. Yep. Um, and I don't know where my turning point was. And I wish, I wish I knew what had happened. And I, I really, really, really think, and I, I genuinely think like the biggest turning point has been representation in media of larger wow. bodies. Yeah. Um, and of just, because for me, I've always wanted to hide. I didn't want to talk about my body. I didn't want people to look yep. at my body. Yep. I didn't want any kind of recognition. Like the term fat for me was so shameful. I would yep. never have called myself fat before because that's just probably one of the worst terms I ever could have think could have thought of. Um uh-huh. and to hear that word being used is like it just is. Like some hmm. bodies mm-hmm. are fat. And just to hear that and be like, I remember like the ice that ran through my body the first time I heard it. I heard yep. someone saying it kind of just in as it is what it is and then just like oh yeah like it's not the end of the world like it's not the hugest deal in the world it's just a it's a neutral statement it's exactly yeah it is it is just like saying like you are tall or you are short um and so I, I do think that having people that I respected that were totally okay with their bodies as they were it was this Mm -hmm. it was this holy shit it was almost like this permission slip like oh we talked about that someone Mm -hmm. outside has written you permission to be like hey look you're okay exactly and I I wish and I guess this is you know something that I'm working through is me not wanting to need these permission slips. Yep. But this was a point that was a part of my life where I very, very, very much needed that. And I'm so, so grateful that there are, there were, that were people like coming out and, you know, with like plus size models yeah. and, you know, like the, the, that whole, the whole culture shifting of moving away and being okay with the wide variety and beauty of all different types of bodies and shapes and sizes and all of the things that was just this eye-opening moment and it was just this kind of like Mm. click moment of oh oh it's literally just a body (laughs) like it's 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 just a thing it doesn't Um, hold moral value yes it's a neutral thing that exists in the world and it gets me places and 
That's exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. And there, so with, within that shift, there's this, there, then there became the recognition for me of, oh, I, I deserve to take care of my body because yes. I'm, I'm worthy of taking care of my body, no matter what shape it is in. It can yes. be, it can be a large body or a small body. Uh, yes. It can be whatever. It yep. is worthy to be taken care of because right. I'm a because person it carries that is you whole and worthy. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I think I I think there was almost this part of me that didn't want to be seen eating healthy food or going to the gym because mm. there was this why are you trying that? Yes. Like, yep, 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 yep. Look at, look at how cute you are having that healthy meal. I bet you're going to go have a cake later. You know, like I think there was this kind of, I thought that's what everyone in the world was saying. I thought that's what everyone in the world was thinking. Um, Mm -hmm. and it's like, Oh no, I can. And it's, it's just, it's again, another way in which, we let others dictate our yeah. own reality. Well, it's like that um, projection of like uh, the negative thoughts that you have about yourself. You're going, you're going to assume that someone else would have them the same thoughts about you. Yes. When in reality, absolutely. you would never have those thoughts about someone that you saw in the gym or eating a salad exactly. or whatever. You would never exactly. think to judge those people, but you're going to do it to yourself, so you project it. Like, they must be thinking that of me. Absolutely. Yes. Absa, absa, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, then I, so, and it's, again, I am not healed. I, I still have yeah. moments where I am like, oh, Ashley, your back rolls. Oh, Ashley, you know, like I sure. have those moments, but at the same time, it's like, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for the shit that I've put my body through and that she's still working. (laughs) She is still functioning. She is still here and, (laughs) and strong. Um, and so I've started, I've started doing a couple things. I, I go to the gym now because I'm so grateful that my body can move. I'm so grateful and I want it to keep moving. And the gym is no longer this like place of like contrition it's, and punishment. Yep, it's not punishment. <laughs> it's yes, not five it Hail Marys. It's mm, not what it is. Exactly. I'm like, oh, I'm really glad I can go to the gym. It feels good when I sweat. Like, and it's not for any specific end goal other than I'm going to the gym because I enjoy spending that time with myself for myself. Mm. This is time I deserve to spend on myself. Spending time with yourself. Wow. (laughs) Um, and then another, well, I've also, I've been really, really into eating as clean as I can. I mean, I, by no stretch of the imagination and I'm perfect at that Um, and I don't want to be perfect at that either I I don't want to I'm not going to lie I love the happiness I get from food so sorry (laughs) everyone that's like Um, I cut out sugar and I'm like I didn't I drank Prosecco this evening (laughs) (laughs) absolutely yes like I'm I'm here for the experience of life and I'm 
you know, I want to eat healthy as much as I can because I you know want to take care of the vessel. Um, but also like, I absolutely want to get a double double, uh, from in and out. So yes. that's what's going to happen sometimes. Um, and then another big thing that I've recently started doing, which Ashley three years ago would have vomited to think about it. But before I get in the shower in the morning, so I get out of bed after my alarm goes off for about 25 minutes. Um, and then I get undressed. I look in the mirror and I just like thank my body. And I just like caress Mm. for a minute. And like, this is such, I'm so grateful. Thank you so much. Like just this moment where I have like looking directly into the mirror and then, you know, get in the shower and start my day. Um, and that's been wow. really, really wild because I'm now starting to look at my body and I'm like, wow, you're really beautiful. And I've never mm. really noticed like the curve there or like, oh, wow, your hips are like really, really wide. That's really pretty. And like, just like noticing these things on my body where I, if I could have just been a set of floating eyeballs for most of my life, I would have been fine with that. Like if I could have just done away with my body, I would have been absolutely a okay with that. Um, and now I'm again, I'm not a hundred percent there, but I am getting to that place where I'm like, I love you. And it's, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm so proud of you. And I'm really grateful. Thanks. Thanks. I'm really, really, I'm proud of myself. I am really, really grateful that I've, you know, taken the time and allowed myself to, allowed myself to feel the really shitty feelings that I felt. Um, and Mm -hmm. I still, I have to sit with them a lot still. And there's a lot of stuff that I know that I haven't processed. Um, but I, I'm on that, I'm on that journey. I'm in the midst of that journey right now. And if anyone else is, if anyone else is in this place where they don't know why they hate their body so much, but they just do, Mm. I feel that. And it is, it is such a hard place to be. And I just, oh my gosh, if you're, if you're one of those people listening, like there's, you are beautiful. And I know that sounds so trite. It sounds so trite, but I really, 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 want you to stop and ask yourself, why do I feel like I'm not beautiful? Why, when I hear that, does it send a trigger of, no, I'm not. What is, why? And if it's because of something someone else said, like, absolutely. I know, honestly, like, yeah, no, fuck everybody else. Like, that's, that's, it's easy to say (laughs) when, like, you're not attached to the particular comment, I guess. Um, Mm -hmm. Because, like, I know that there are things that certain, only certain people have said to me that I've held on to. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like the permission that we give certain people over our mind and lives and whatever. Um, But truly, I'm so glad that you talked about and, like, we're vulnerable in saying that you're not, quote-unquote, healed in yeah. this process um, because our bodies are constantly changing. And so yes. at any given point, we could look different and we're still the same good being inside the casing. <laughs> yes. 
And ultimately, like, isn't that what it's about? Like, I don't know. I'm, I, I just, I'm glad that you're talking about how, like, you've not arrived at some type of, like, magical conclusion or perfection in this process because, like, we're changing all the time. Our outward appearance, like, even at the very, like, lowest level, we're aging. And that is already Mm -hmm, changing mm -hmm. our bodies. Like, yeah. If we're putting all of our stock in the physical being and what we appear like to other people, then like we're not getting to the the point of our existence. Yeah. I don't think it sounds maybe yeah, a little yeah. more dramatic than I intended, but I I think that's no true. no, it's absolutely true. Yeah, no, so I'm absolutely. So glad that you said that. I think it's important that like. Something that I've worked on in this process for me is, like, body neutrality instead of Mm. yes, caring so much about, like, I don't know. Like, yes, recognizing certain things on myself that I find attractive is is nice. Um, And that is sometimes helpful. But on days where I can't find something, because there are days where I can't find something, I look Mm -hmm, at myself and mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm not finding it today. Um, Yeah. Body neutrality is fine. It's fine. Yes. Where I look at myself and I'm like, look at the legs that walked you to the store. And look at the feet that can get you up the stairs to go take a shower. Like, the very simple things. Like, oh my gosh, look at your eyes that see this world and take it in. And like, how amazing that is cool just not that they're pretty not that not the color of them they just are they work that's cool mm-hmm. like <laughs> yes that's it yeah. like I, because some days i can't find something um that i can talk about in a i don't know like a in a beautiful way i don't i don't have it today yeah. Um, and so making things neutral has been helpful, um, because ultimately I care more about, like, who I am as a person than, and I think everyone would, like, say that. People say that, where they're like, oh, like, oh, it's what's on the inside that counts. (laughs) Um, and you're like, but does it? Because, like... Right. You're like, it does, but, like, is everyone else on the same page? No, then I want to be the thing that they think is good. Right. Because, ultimately, like, we're good people, but if you're not physically attracted to me, you don't want to be around me. So, ultimately, Mm. like, what are you communicating matters. Um, Yes. So, that's the problem that I have always had. Um, For me, I, I had, like, briefly mentioned earlier, like, I grew up, I think it's important, not for everybody, but for me, I wish more people talked about their weight in numbers because I was shell-shocked when Mm. I found out my weight. And so I am 4'11", which is very short. And I... Teacup, if you will. A teacup, if you will. Um, (laughs) I have been told, so um, when I was young, uh, I was always very small. Um, I was a cheerleader in college. So like even through college, I was like, I worked out a lot and I was in shape. Um, And I maxed out 
at 115 pounds. Oh, wow. I was never more than 115 pounds. Um, And so in my mind, that's how much I should weigh. Yes. That was the best shape I had ever been in my life. I was working Mm -hmm. out every day of the week. I was a flyer on my cheerleading team in college. Like, and I was, yeah, gained a lot of muscle. I was 115 pounds and, um, I became a grown up. (laughs) (laughs) As we do. And biology said like, oh, like you should have birthing hips and shit like that. Um, yeah. But then I also was mentally ill and went on lots of medication that altered my body. And I had said earlier, my body held the weight that everything yeah. else could not. And that's okay. Um, mm-hmm. But I did not have a scale. And I had not weighed myself. I never thought about it. I never thought one yeah. second. When I, I've been two forms of unhealthy. One was astronomically skinny. Um, when I was in California and I was very stressed at my job, I was working like 12 to 14 hour days, depending on the day as a teacher Yeah, and commuting one hour each way. So like in total, I was away from my home for like 16 hours a day, Yeah, which was insane. I wasn't eating. Uh, I had about 20 minutes for lunch and I was like eating sometimes like frozen dinner meals, but most of the time like corner store, a bag of chips and a Mountain Dew. Like, that was really what I was running on because I was so anxious that I wasn't eating. I'm sure some people can relate to that. Um, People, everyone's relationship with food is different. I was was a non-eater, and so I I know I lost a bunch of weight. I look at pictures of myself now, and it's insane. Uh, My mother even texted me one day when I posted a picture with my friends, and she said, are you eating anything? Because I am concerned. Um, Mm. I didn't notice I truly didn't notice, but, like, I was shrinking myself. It was, like, a physical manifestation of how my mind was working. Um, and I Damn. I don't know how much I weighed. I do not know. Uh, it was probably quite small. Um, my face was sunken. My arms were so skinny. Like, I look at photos now, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. I was a shell of a person. Not well. Yeah. I didn't know. I thought I was great. I was a size zero or whatever. And I was like, right. You're like, I succeeded. This is what you're supposed to be. Awesome. Um, and everyone told me I looked good and people were telling me I was losing weight. And I was like, I was already skinny. What do you mean? Um, and I Mm. wasn't noticing that like that was also unhealthy. Um, and then surprise, surprise, a doctor was like, you are severely mentally ill. Um, Mm. and I went on a bunch of medication. I was also going through a divorce and the pandemic hit like all simultaneously. Mm. So all of those things combined was a complete 180 for my body. I was not like physically doing anything with my body. We were all stuck at home. I at peak was taking 15 different pills a day. Holy shit. And my body couldn't keep up um, metabolically. It wasn't functioning appropriately. Um, yeah. I ended up getting like strep throat or something like common. And I went to the doctor and like they, they handed me back like an obesity report. Mm. Which I had never been like handed at a doctor. I know lots of people have yeah. been handed those when like 
they're going in for something normal and they're like do you know you're fat and it's like thanks that's not why i'm here um <laughs> can you give me an antibiotic hurts thank you my throat is swollen can you look again um but i remember that day and i literally looked at it like i was on another planet i was like where am i Mm. what do you mean i'm 115 pounds i don't know what you're Mm. talking about um in reality i was 160 pounds okay gotcha yeah which i didn't know yeah i had no idea um i didn't have a scale I didn't weigh myself. I hadn't thought about it. I was only thinking about surviving. I did not care. Yes. Yeah. And so this doctor like handed me a literal like printed out ticket and was like. Like the BMI chart or. Yeah. I was like obese according to their whole thing. I mean, I'm sure I'm very short. It was. uh, We can call it an unhealthy weight. That's fine. I don't mind saying it. Yeah. Um, it wasn't the time or the place to care about it. <laughs> no, not at all. Not it at all. It just wasn't. It just wasn't. I didn't care. Um, I needed to be a person and I needed to be and alive. This appointment, like this doctor that you were at, were you, yes. was it like your, like for your, was it your mental health doctor? Was it no. your primary care doctor? Nope. Like I had to go to an urgent care physician because I was not at home. I had to, like, go. My uh, primary care doctor was amazing. She was the one that flagged me for mental health concerns and got me into a psychiatrist. She was lovely. Um, This was a white man in Pennsylvania. Shocking. So there's that. I truly went because (laughs) um, I wasn't at home. I was there, uh, and I knew I had strep throat. I've had strep throat a million times, and I was like, I just need an antibiotic. Can someone help me? And I'm only ever home on holidays. I don't recall which holiday this was, but urgent care is the only thing that are open. Um, And so when I went, knowing I had strep throat, and I was like, just give me an antibiotic, they printed me a ticket to tell me that I'm obese. And I was like, like, what the... Like, what? Right. What? And I'm like, thank you for your concern. I am merely trying to survive. Yes. Like, truly, you're lucky I care enough that I have strep throat to be here right now. Absolutely. Um, And so, something else that, like, this might seem uh, shallow, but when you gain a lot of weight very quickly... Your entire wardrobe needs to change. Yeah. Yeah. And that's expensive. Mm. Mm, And I didn't have necessarily the money for that, but I also didn't want to have ugly clothes and be fat. Oh. Yeah. So, like, I truly went into debt to buy clothes that were nicer. Damn. So yeah. that at least, like, I'm like, well, I need to, like, do something. This is very subconscious. Um, but, like, I can't, like, wear sweats and, like, drawstring pants and sweatshirts. Right, because then it's like, I, I accepted this. I gave in. Right, like, I whatever. gave up. Like, mm-hmm. what? Um, that was a whole thing. And then what do you do with your, quote, unquote, skinny clothes? 
right. throw them away. You keep them as motivation. Ew, all of it sucks. I hate it. I'm so sorry it, to ugh. everyone who's experienced this. Yeah, It's terrible. Um, so, like, for me, I was in total denial until that moment when, like, this doctor was like, here's a ticket. <laughs> a printed out. <laughs> here's a I'm like, I, am I at the chocolate factory? Uh, this is really Wonka. I don't understand. Um, but I truly had no idea how much weight I had gained. Um, right. Because I hated my insides so much that I didn't bother yeah. looking at my outsides. Absolutely. Absolutely. I didn't care. It's almost, yeah, it's just like. Okay, that's what's in the mirror. Fine. All right, cool. Like, there's no... It's like you... It's like when you... Like, like I walked by a... In my in the office at my job, there's been this one painting on the wall since I started there. Yep. And, like, I've walked by it every day, so I've seen it. And, like, the other day, I just happened to... Like, has this... Like, is is that what that says on that? Like, there's, like, there's like typography on the painting. I'm like, is that what that says on there? And it's like, I've seen it every day. Yep. But I didn't see it. No. No. It's like, yeah, you saw your body, but you didn't see your body. I, it's so crazy what your mind will do to keep it safe. Um, mm-hmm. And even to, like, today was, I've been on a journey since, I don't know, now it's been over, I don't know, over a year. It's probably been a year and a half. Um, I've been on a journey to, for me personally, I'm not recommending this to other people unless they, like, have a psychiatrist or a doctor who will do this with them. But, like, I am no longer on any, like, prescribed medication other than my birth control. Um, yeah. Because it was bad on my body. It wasn't doing well for me any longer. And the work that I had done in therapy ultimately helped me come to a place where what my medication was doing to my physical body was more harmful to my mental health than it was helping. Yeah. And that was for me. Um, And so I have, you know, slowly worked off of my medication. I I am no longer taking any prescription medication other than my birth control. Mm. And I am slowly losing weight. And I want to be real. I wish more people told me their height and weight because I was like so shocked. I am 4'11 and I currently weigh 140 pounds. So that's where I'm at now. Um, okay, healthier okay. for me. Um, yeah. And I am just now realizing that, like, there are many beautiful women who are over 200 pounds who are mm-hmm. healthy. And mm-hmm. that's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I didn't know because my little Miranda brain was like, Women can't weigh over 120 pounds. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Damn. And so, not that I'm recommending, like, people go out and weigh themselves, but, like, when I was confronted with it because I was at a doctor's office. Yeah. It fucked me up. Mm. Like, I just, I want it to be neutral. It's just a fucking number. Like exactly, it really I, is. Yeah, I was just so shocked that like when I found out how much I weighed, I blocked it out. I was like, "That's not who I am." What are you talking about? And mm-hmm. even Michael, like my, Michael, noticed that I've been losing weight, um, mm-hmm. and 
not that it's his body to comment on, but he was like, how are you feeling? Because I'm doing all this work mm. now on myself. Um, and I was like, I'm feeling good. And he was like, you look different. Neutral okay. comment. You look I different. I love that, yeah. How do you feel? Um, and I said, I really look, I look different. And he said, yeah, you look different. Um, you know, how is it going for you? And I was like, I feel better. Like, physically, I feel yeah. good. I like going to the gym. I go to the gym now. Again, very similar to your experience where I didn't want to go. I did a lot of comparing myself to the people at the gym and it wasn't a great yeah. space for me. Um, but yeah, I was like, no, I, I mean, I like it. And I do the same thing where I, I speak to my body and do a lot of that. Like, thank you so much for like being able to whatever, pick up this thing or lift this or yeah. whatever it is. Um, because that's great. And I want to be able to keep doing it. I want to, you know, maybe one day I will be picking up my child and they will weigh this much. And I want to be able to do that. Yes, um, all yes. those types of things that I want to be able to do with my life. Um, and he, when he noticed that I had like a physical appearance change, I said, do I really look that different? And he said, I don't think you're giving yourself enough credit from like where you came from. <laughs> To, like, mm. where you are now, because, like, you didn't want to hear it. And, like, he yeah. he stopped trying to have conversations with me about it. He was very kind about it at the time, um, but I didn't want to hear it. Yeah. Because uh, I had wanted no conversations about what I looked like. Um, yeah, that's I knew fair. I didn't, that's super fair. Yeah. I know I didn't like what I looked like, um, but I didn't want anyone else... <laughs> To tell me about it? Um, yes. I didn't want anyone's advice. I didn't want, like, don't talk to me. Um, and so, <laughs> finally, I was in a place where I was like, do, wait, do I really look different? And he was like, you should, like, maybe start either weighing yourself or, like, taking photos, like, tracking. Yeah. In some way, exactly. like, what you look like. Because it's not always the number on the scale that is the difference for you personally. Um, mm -hmm. And so I was like, oh, okay. And when I tell you today, actually, for the first time, I looked at photos of me from two years ago, which was like the last time I was on probably the most medication. I look like a different person. And I didn't know. Damn. I didn't Damn, know. I looked at myself and I was like, oh, my word. That's, that's a heavier version of me, which is fine. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't mentally healthy. I was in a bad yeah. place. Like, I can look at that picture of me and be like, I yeah. was miserable. I was miserable. Yeah. And yeah. what's fascinating is, like, a lot of people assume that when you're the smallest, you are your best self. Oh, yes, 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 absolutely. It's if you fit within like the social constructs yes. of what someone is yep. quote unquote supposed to look like. Yep. Oh, you look like that. You're good. As soon as you like veer off, especially yes. if you're going into it. I mean, people, people will look at someone that's like severely underweight and still be like, oh, you're, you're great. You look great. Yes. And yes. it's like, if you're severely underweight, you may Fair. also be struggling. Yes. Um, but yeah, especially if you're overweight, it's like, oh, are you okay? And it's like, yeah, I'm just heavy. Like, absolutely yes. though. Yeah. If, if you look, 
if you look like you're supposed to, it's like, oh, she got it all yeah, going you. on. You're good. What's fascinating, and I feel like I'm just starting to like maybe figure out a way to to say this out loud. When I was at my thinnest and probably lightest weight, I was the most unhealthy. I was like. Mm suicidal ideation version of myself yeah yeah when i was at my heaviest weight i was a healing version of myself Mm. yeah yeah and now i feel like i am shedding the weight that she carried that like i i no longer need you know oh miranda that is really really beautiful that is really really beautiful yeah and like i'm not purposefully trying to be smaller yes i want to make that very clear like i want to be a healthy version of myself and so i am taking cold showers in the morning and i go to the gym you know three to five times a week depending on the week and Mm -hmm. i am doing it because I owe it to her, the girl in me that got me here to be healthy. And along the way, I am shedding what's no longer needed. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's really beautiful. Like, I feel like I have in my body held negative energy for this whole time of my existence of all the things that Mm -hmm. I've been through and slowly but surely I'm yeah it's going away and that's like a representation of that and like am I ever going to be 115 pound Miranda absolutely not I will not be her And that's yeah. fine. That's <laughs> like, okay. That's all right. Because some of this weight that I carry now is all the good things that I have learned and mm. carried and I am now. And I love that for me. Like the hips that will hopefully yeah. birth a child or the boobs yeah. that will feed one or whatever yeah. it is. Like, yeah. and even if that's not it, if it's just to walk this earth and be a good human, like... And twerk all over the place. If you want to twerk in the club, or if you want to, (laughs) whatever. If you want to sleep alone, and the only thing you contribute to the world is good energy, great. I'm so Mm. glad that there's 210 pounds of your good energy in the world. Mm. Like, I don't care what it is. I just want people to know that, like, I don't know, in an ever-changing casing that's carrying your good being you're still the good being like you are yes that's yes you are still the good being yeah oh miranda that was fucking beautiful i i love that about like shedding what no longer serves because you're just taking care of your specific body now and so now that you are taking care of your body in the way that it needs to be cared for it is naturally doing what it needs whether that is shedding weight or whether that's holding the weight or whatever it is like you're just doing what feels right to you not to punish or whatever it's because this feels good and 
and and and everybody is different like in some people that weight will come off like it's coming off for you right. and in some others it won't because that's their genetic makeup whatever that is that's perfect when you are doing it in a way that is just to specifically to care for yourself um yep. that is so beautiful uh, what a what a journey i feel like that's it like I mean, I've kind of capped out at, at 140 pounds. Like, I, I'm not losing any more weight. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this is where I exist right now. And yeah, today was the first day. Like, I was, um, I was getting dressed to go to the gym, and I just noticed that my for the first time. You know how like when your hair is, it, you're trying to grow your hair out, and you don't yeah. notice it at all until one day you're like, my hair's long. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I yeah. got I put my like gin clothes on and I was like I look different. Like I, look I noticed to, mm. for the first time I was like, "Oh, like I notice I can like I can I can see my jawline on myself." I didn't mm. I haven't seen that in a bit. Like that's interesting. Yeah. Like and it's You're a like, new oh, observation. Cool. Things are changing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just a neutral observation. Like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. Like she's She's doing something like cool. <laughs> like that's that's cool. Like all right. Right. Um and I just want it to be something that when I look at her, I'm proud of her. Um mm-hmm. and I am also not there. Like there are things that I look at myself and I'm like I hate that. I don't like it. Yeah. I would like it to yeah. be different. Like can we make this like Thing under my chin go away I don't know where she yeah. came from like yeah <laughs> whatever it yeah. is everyone has their stuff um but I think I'm just tired of um like this is a dumb example but I got a new tattoo recently that yes you did yes I got another she one even beautiful. after that did you know that no oh, this is Miranda I did I got it in celebration of my promotion you see her? Oh my god, that is, is beautiful! It, is oh my that god! That one's on my arm. Um, oh, everyone go to the Instagram and check out Miranda's yeah, new tattoo please. very soon. <laughs> that um, is beautiful. Thank you. Um, no, but the one on my legs specifically, um, my legs are quite large for the proportions of my body, like my height. Okay. Um, and I hated them for so long. And so I refused to decorate them, (laughs) to draw attention to them. And I said, you know what, like, I'm just so tired of waiting for a perfect body to enjoy it. Yeah. Um, And so I am not in any way um, healed either. I have not arrived. I don't necessarily love everything about myself, and um, that's fine, but... As of right now, I'm just going to take care of what exists here, um, and I'm going to mm. tattoo it, and yes, I'm and going celebrate to... celebrate it. Yeah! I'm going to celebrate it because, honestly, the fact that we're both sitting here alive is it. Mm-hmm. That's the yeah. whole thing to me. Um, yes. Because I look at what my body got me through from, like, 2018 to 2021 and I'm like holy fucking shit yeah like yeah you're breathing you're here Mm -hmm. 
Like, yeah. how fucking cool are you that, like, the same exact legs, belly, boobs, arms, face, whatever, existed yeah. then and is here now? Like, that's wild to yes. me. Yes. And that's enough. Yes. Yeah. And in a similar vein, I think for me, I kind of look at my whole life and I'm like, oh my gosh, all the things and the experiences and everything I've denied you because of this Mm. idea that I had that you didn't deserve those things. I can't wait to do those things for you now. I'm so excited Mm. to celebrate you and to um, let you experience and all of that. Um, So yeah, it's just like, look, uh, yes, this journey, it is a beautiful one. It is a confusing one. Um, But yeah, the fact that we can kind of sit and look at where these bodies have taken us and where we want them to go. um, Yeah, fuck, man. (laughs) I'm, I don't know, this is very cathartic and very like healing to me to be able to say a lot of these things out loud I yeah to be so vulnerable about your physical appearance is like a little bit terrifying (laughs) yeah no it really is it really is and um it's interesting because it's so new I know it's new for me for sure to like actually talk about these things and so um I'm yeah, there's parts of me that's like, oh my gosh, have I said too much? Have I not said enough? But mm-hmm. this is the journey, right? This is yep. the journey of like starting to touch these things and starting to come to terms and learn how to talk about these things. Because I actually yep. like very genuinely, it's so funny as we're sitting here having these conversations, I'm like, wow, I've thought about all of these things for so long. I had never really articulated them. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. starting to find the language to talk about these internalized feelings that I've had for right. so long, it's like, where do you even start? But you know what? You start here by having these conversations and allowing yourself to hold them and hold them up yep. to someone else too. Yep. Um, so that's, that's what the entire point of this is. I'm just so glad that, I don't know, I feel like um, you actually just create just a very accepting place for me to speak because there's no judgment and I really appreciate that. Um, You can't say that about every space that you're in and so thank you so much for, I don't know, just being the person that you are and being able to listen to all of this. I really appreciate you. Oh my gosh. No, absolutely. I would like... There's no one else that I could do this with. I'm super, super, super grateful. And the same for you. You absolutely like the space that we can hold for each other. Um, I'm really grateful for this. And I love you. I love you so much. And to close this out, respectfully, there is no failing here. Bye. Bye -bye. (laughs) Bye-bye.